Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, Imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, actor John Michael Higgins, to the show. Welcome, John. Thank you very much, Tammy. It's nice to be here. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, and, and I cannot tell you how many times I've seen you in so many movies. Every single time I'm watching a movie, I'm like, oh my goodness, there's John, because I know you from <laughs> Test Track at Disney World. That's how I was first introduced to you when I was younger, and, and now I see you in almost everything I watch, so it's quite amazing to talk with you now. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, I, I'm always pleased when people, a, a little shocked when people recognize me from uh, the ride, because it's, it's something that... Uh, I never really think about it as something I've actually done because it was all so quick and so long ago. <laughs> and uh, so many people uh, stop me and say, you're the guy on the ride. You're the guy on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get to Bill McKim, the, uh, the uh, I think it's an Academy Award winning performance, in my opinion. I do too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's talk about your other uh, other acting roles because I just find it so fascinating what you have. You've dabbled in almost everything. So uh, can you talk a little bit about your beginnings as an actor and how you kind of got into the business? Uh, sure. I was a child actor, a stage actor. Um, about nine years old, I started I guess, getting paid for it. Um, and a uh, stage person all the way up through college and beyond, actually. I was a stage actor for 20-something years, and and um, that really is sort of who I am. It's sort of what my talent seems to be uh, suited for best, I think. Um, but I don't do it uh, very much anymore, Uh because I've got a family and it's hard to do that type of work when you do have a family because it's low paying and a lot of hours as opposed to the other stuff, film and television, which is high paying and very few hours. <laughs> so, um, um, so unfortunately that, that shifted for me a bit, but somewhere in the middle there after college, I was cast uh, in something in Hollywood and, and uh, from then on, it uh, it was pretty much film and television, a little bit of mixture there. And then now I'm almost exclusively doing uh, film and television. But I do get back to the stage uh, when I can, and um, as a director also. So it's... Uh, it's all good. I do a lot of everything. I try to, at least. And your agent's probably the one that said, you know, there is a Disney role that they're offering, Imagineering's, you know, wondering if they could have a, a gentleman come on the show and, and be the head of this car industry business and have a car ride. Was that kind of like the pitch to you before you auditioned? Yeah, I believe. Uh, I remember it being a Disney job, and, you know, uh, the name always uh, still rings bells a bit for actors. Um, there are just certain companies that you feel you need to work for at some point in your career but, uh, in order to call yourself a success. And, and I think Disney is one of them. And um, it certainly was the case 
in the 80s when um, that call came in for me, uh, they needed someone um, who could uh, do a lot of dialogue in a single take uh, without cutting, because I don't know if your viewers uh, remember the ride or the, the film that we that they show at the front of it. It's me uh, speaking a lot of highly technical dialogue, uh, but there was no cut points. No one walks in front of the camera. There's no alternate shot. Uh, it's it's a it's a fake security cam of some sort that you're looking at, and the director wanted it all to be one take, which was hard because it's long. The initial seven minutes it doesn't sound like a long time in real life, uh, but if you're uh, standing with a camera shooting you and just spouting dialogue, it's really really unusual for any take uh, of anything in a film or television to go beyond a minute or two. Uh, even that would be long, but there were seven of them and um, lots and lots of complicated technical dialogue about cars and pistons and suspensions and, you know, rods and pins and shocks and struts and you know all this stuff. I was living in New York at the time. I didn't even have a car, you know, and uh, there I was uh, going off this thing. And the problem was, of course, if I made one flip, uh, you know, if I hesitated, like I just did there, I said, uh, if I hesitated, if I said the word, uh, uh, it was a cut because we wanted the whole thing to be perfect in one take. Um, so it was a challenge, you know, and, um, uh, thankfully, uh, to go back to where I started in this conversation, I was a stage actor. So it was not hard for me to what I do every night. I walk out at eight Oh five and I start talking and, and no one. I'm not allowed to stop and try again. I just, if I make a mistake, I have to keep going. Of course, in the film, they, they would stop it and they said, try it again. Later, uh, after we, <laughs> after the job was over, we shot it in Los Angeles. Um, I remember, where were we? We were over at that studio on uh, Sunset at the 101. It's just, a, it was a small studio. It's called the, it wasn't the lot at the time. I can't remember what they had, they called it at the time. I'm sorry, but. Uh, we use the studio a lot. I, I, I remember they shot Monk there. and uh, This was before Monk, of course. But um, anyway, we did the whole day and they got what they wanted. And the stuff that's on the ride, me speaking out loud in the car, like, watch out or what's that over there? You know, the, the voice you hear while the ride's going. That was all done later, almost a year later, I believe, in, in Los Angeles at uh, Imagineering in Glendale. Uh, which is a completely nondescript building. You'd never see it uh, at the time. Things changed a little bit now, but they purposely kind of hid it so that Looky Lou's didn't come and check out where all the work was done when they actually designed these incredible rides that all happened in this very blank building. It looked like a somewhere where you would store, you know, acoustic tiles or something. It's like <laughs> completely nondescript building, but inside... It's like the secret garden. You walk in the door and suddenly it's alive with all these incredible, creative, colorful, you know, statuary and animatronic things. And it was just very magical. I remember doing that thing. And I went into the sound booth and did all the, all the recording, sound recording for the, uh, for the ride itself. But the seven minutes, I remember quite a while. It was almost a year later, maybe more. They called me and they said, 
we need to do ADR on the Disney job. And ADR, for your listeners uh, who don't know, is um, additional dialogue recording. I believe that's what it stands for. What it means is at the end of a film, any film, television, in that media is has an ADR session attached to it. It's where the actors go back in to a sound studio and the projection is uh, run before them. And they say, well, we need you to just say this one line over again because there was a plane going by or we want to change this one word or uh, the sound guy messed up or somebody else dropped a teacup when you were saying it or something. So we go and re-record that line or that word or whatever it is. Usually just a line or a word. And you have to sync your own lips. That's why they have you do it instead of somebody else. It has to be your voice. And it's very tricky to begin with. It's it's a bit of a learning curve. It's a skill, you know. And you you get good at syncing your own voice to your lips as they move on the screen and try to get it on. And uh, once you do it a couple of times, you can't help but see it in movies all the time. Every time I watch a movie, I say, well, that was ADR and that was ADR. And he, you know, he couldn't have said that, you know, when he was falling. So they ADR'd that in. Anyway, they called me and they said, we're doing ADR on this Disney job. I said, great. I was in New York at the time. They said, yeah, we set you up at a recording studio in New York. And and uh, I said, okay, so what is it? Is it, is it, you know, just a line or two? And then there was a sort of silence from my agents. And I was like, uh, whatever, just, you know, when and where. And then here's the here's the address and here's the, you know, time. And, and I show up and it turned out that there was some big sound issue that was happening in the stage and no one caught it at the time. I don't really know what it was, but I had the ADR the entire seven minutes. First of all, it was a year ago and I didn't have it memorized at the time. I was, you know, and I'm frantically, my eyes are going back and forth to the page below me up to the screen to where my lips continue to move <laughs> whether I get my stuff in there or not stuffing these words into my mouth and uh, it was extremely arduous work uh, and we had to do it almost sentence by sentence after a while because it you know but the, the, the good news is I got very very good at it but just by the end of that one session so I was really doing two or three sentences at a time I quickly memorized it look, looking down and then we moved then we'd roll the stuff and I would I would stuff it in. I'd get it in there and get the sync right. At the end of it, I was a Superman. I'm like the world's greatest ADR guy now. And I still have that reputation to some extent. I'll breeze into an ADR studio and, um, you know, I'll hit it in one or two takes. And they're like, man, that was great. Well, the ride was there for over 10 years. That's amazing. And and unfortunately, they decided to update it. Well, not unfortunately. You know, I, I, I adore the older ride, but there is a new generation coming in. And uh, now they have a new voice for the ride. And his name is Phil Morris. And you actually starred in a movie with him in 1997 called Wag the Dog. So you guys have worked together before. And I thought that that was pretty cool that he kind of took over the role from you. <laughs> That's interesting. Phil Morris. Uh, good for him. I, I can't wait to. You know what? I, I, I never, um, I'm ashamed to say, I never saw the ride. I never went on the ride. I never, I never did wow, the ride. Really? I really? I, I, I never got there. 
So I know it's terrible. And it's funny because, and that's why it's hard. Like I'm at a grocery store sometimes and I've done a lot of things. So I got to recognize for all kinds of things. I never know really what it's going to be, but every now and then someone will say, Hey, you're the guy on the ride. And I look at them. I'm like, what? And I can't, you know, I can't figure out what they're talking about. It's like, Oh, well, yeah, the ride, the ride, of course. Yes. So that's me. I believe I'm on another one car related because I'm in the cars, uh, what's it called? In cars, uh, land and Disneyland, there's a, the, the racing cars ride because I did a, uh, I, I am the, I'm the voice of the, of the founder of radiator Springs. It's an old model T. There's actually a big statue of me in Disneyland. I just picture <laughs> my, my wife took me there standing, standing next to the statue of me, apparently, uh, cause I was the voice of that particular car and I'm short. My voice shows up on that ride, too. So somehow it's Disney and Cars and me. It's a, I don't know um, how that happened, but there it is. Well, can you tell us a little bit about some of the latest and greatest that you've been doing? I know Pitch Perfect 2 came out. My sister, she was like, we got to go see it uh, because I'd never seen either one before, and I absolutely adored it. You, you guys are just so funny in that. So, uh, oh, what, thank you. <laughs> what else have you been up to? Well, uh, let's see. What have I just finished? Um Today, uh, I was working on an episode of uh, Two Broke Girls. Uh, uh, let's see, I've done a few movies recently, another Christopher Guest movie. I did a thriller called Shimmer Lake, sort of off my beaten path, but it was fun. So a few other, oh, I just did a Christmas movie. Uh, that's, how long, that's how long the event is on those. We just finished shooting next year's Christmas movie. And um, it takes a whole year to do it, fix it up and post and put music on it and all that stuff, edit it. That's called a Myers Christmas, and uh, a couple of uh, show for Fox, a uh, tournament, a, you know, a comedy contest type show like The Voice, but for comedy troops. Interesting idea. It was very good. And also, they should and, follow you on Twitter, which is at real underscore J M Higgins, and then they can follow you on Facebook at John Michael Higgins too. I'll, I'll link them in yeah. the show notes below so everybody can say hello to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm always happy to hear from fans. I, I get stopped a lot in the street and everything. You know, I'm one of those actors that uh, people don't really know my name or anything, but they, they know who I am, and sometimes they don't know why they know who I am. I love to do the work, and I love to have people respond to it. I'm glad, I'm glad they like it when they do. And we love seeing you on the screen, yeah, because I've been getting countless emails saying, you know, can you get Bill on the show? And I said, well, we'll try. (laughs) Get Bill on the show. (laughs) I said, I'll be racing. I'll race to find him. Well, you got Bill. Thank you. (laughs) I know. Well, let's end the show with uh, three Disney-themed questions I call the Fab Three. And we'll start with the Donald one, which is, as a child, what Disney film was one of your favorites to watch in the movie theater? Uh, well, this might date me a bit, but I was very, very taken by um, Darby O'Gill and the Little People, uh, one of the live-action ones in the um, 60s, early 60s, and also by the Gnome Mobile. They did a great film of Johnny Tremaine, Disney, which I still think about on occasion. So, I don't know, that's sort of my era for Disney. I always love that stuff. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Hmm, that's a good one. Uh, Thomas O'Malley. Those animators, Reitermann, I think, particularly, who did Winnie the Pooh and Aristocats, Jungle Book, uh, Robin Hood, um, was just magnificent. He was a great, great comedy uh, 
cutter. He was a great editor of comedy. He knew exactly how long to play things and when to get rid of them. And he also had that interesting style, which leaves the brush strokes on the, the ink. You know, the if you look at the characters in Winnie the Pooh, they look slightly unfinished. They have like uh, you know the, the the outlines are a little bit ragged. It's just it's just beautiful work, and I, I'm very I was very very influenced by that. And finally, our last question, our Mickey question: If I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment, what immediately comes to mind? Probably, uh, I want to be like you from. Uh, well, it was really an honor to talk with you, John, a.k.a. Bill. Uh, that's what everybody's calling you, so I hope you don't mind if I <laughs> if I call you that on the side. Uh, but Not at all. It was so great to have you on the show. Uh, thank you, Tammy. I really had a lot of fun. and It was fun to reminisce and, and uh, think about old times, and, and um, I appreciate it. Sherry says we're ready, so we'll see you out there on the test track.